0: Welcome to the Marketing Experience Podcast from Brenda. Thank you for tuning in and making your decision to grow online. This is a weekly show where we talk all things in relation to marketing. And now, here's your host, Avast Zumak. Hello, and welcome back to the Marketing Experience Podcast from Brenda. This is Avast Zumak, and you are listening to episode 19. Really amazing. I'm really excited for today's episode. This is a milestone I really feel happy for how far we're moving. Um So today this, this specific episode is going to be very different, you're going to hear it from the very beginning to the very end. And as always, these nuggets to make these particular changes came from you guys, Currently. The well, most like 90% of what I'm about to, about to advance to was highlighted by Angelo from Fitbit. As a matter of fact, head over to Fitbit and search out. Head over to Instagram.com slash Fitbit. So I'll try, try linking out to the social handles, the Instagram social handles, the you can probably check, check out Fitbit and learn about what they do. Anyways, in today's episode, we'll be covering things in relation to finding leads online and the same strategy and the same procedure that we're trying to implement within Redial Media and agency that I run. We're going to also discuss about events. So, if you happen to seek organic reach, what tools should you use at most? Number three, we'll discuss the main features within the live sessions within the tiktok desktop version also talk about the copyright claiming copyright claims still on tiktok and we'll also jump in a little bit within adding events within the linkedin side and also share the promote button that's out on twitter and how it really works then lastly, I'll share with you my biggest scenario that happened this week. Apparently, I was trying to get I was I was about to get scammed. So, in case you'd like to learn more about that, hear about all that information and best of all hear about my final story of how I was how I was going to be scammed and how I jumped out of the scam. So make sure to listen to the end. And as always, have, some, have somewhere to write, have at most another smartphone on you, or a computer opened, where you can try relating to all this information and see how authentic it is, because by the time these shows are nailed down to you guys, they have been researched and thorough understandings have been put into place. So let's start with finding leads that would be potential fits for your brand. And agents as well. So just to run you through the strategy that we have been using to find and attract clients. Apparently, we've signed some of them, but it hasn't been that effective and it has been for numerous reasons based on how we're trying to approach. We're trying to provide value matter very fast, but then we're trying to speak to people who aren't really interested into what we're trying to offer. So that created some sort of controversy, some controversies in the end, because we ended up wasting too much time to clients weren't really interested. I can say maybe we didn't really pay attention to some details like, are they really fit? Do they have the capacity to subscribe? Or do they have the capacity to stick with us long term? So that was something that uh, me and my team had to figure out in a hard way and then we tried out a new route apparently after trying this out this is being on being honest with you guys we're able to attract two clients of that most of which two clients on that specific date that we jumped on meetings with them apparently we're able to only reach out to 25 so far we've been able to have virtual meetings with six but then i've tried like following up uh by the time you'll be listening to this specific episode is out these follow-up requests it's request will already be out so this specific follow-up this specific strategy lies underneath certain channels um one that we found very useful we now try finding this brand specifically on crunchbase now what crunchbase does is it shows you brands that have the potential that have the capacity have raised some bit of money and by then you can access what they're really missing out on so this specific activity was very simple Um, basically we just go and crank type in a specific industry and then the location and then some other criterias then we tried filtering them out then we tried navigating to the websites and see okay it has a team of about let's say five people this is what they do they do they deal in i love i frameworks then we try understanding what they specifically do then we land on one profile specifically landed on facebook because that's where we would mean we try finding a nudge Specifically, look at how code it is being crafted, how the profile is being set and laid out. Also, follow an in depth and try understanding whether they're running ads or not because then that creates more leverage. So, after that, then we we'll try summarizing it. Mainly, we speak, we cover up only one area in all of these elements. We consider one where they specifically are weak, uh, they are their weakest. Then we specifically outline and try to be details as much as we can, about six lines at most, whereby we specifically talk about things in that whole realm. So it would be like 25, 25 different emails to those, specific, to those specific prospects, and then we try looking for the decision maker's email. So in case you listen to episode 17, remember where I highlighted how to find these emails, head over to findthatlead.com then you add a URL for the company as well as the name for the person, being you be able to access their email. So this way, when you're addressing them, it makes much sense. And then we schedule those emails and then they were out. And I've shared with you how their performance was. And I believe as time goes, we'll be able to highlight other areas in simple terms. So that was somewhat like the main, thing I wanted to begin with in today's episode because I believe for any any business, any brand that, that might be even within the B2C world might find this might, might find of usefulness into how we can try attracting customers. But then this mainly will apply for those of you within the B2B world. Maybe you're trying to attract clients for your law firm. Maybe you're trying to attract um, clients for your HR firm. Any type of businesses, mainly within the B2B world, this is really helpful. Uh, for this specific point, I would love and hear your mainly outreach format. How do you find and outreach to clients? What strategies and what platforms and what tools and softwares do you use? Make sure to attach them within the podcast episode notes, or just down below. You will see and a section where you can record a voice note because but then it will be more of a storytelling. That's why you can better understand what's really happening and better evaluate. Maybe you can try adapting to something that you never thought of. Yes. Uh, this is like the third attempt, third outreach attempt, that we've been using and I've been highlighting this in the previous episodes. You can probably go check out the third episode prior to this one. You will be able to listen and see what outreach specifically we're trying to implement and how well it we performed. Um, Moving on, I will specifically talk about the organic route, mainly for Facebook and LinkedIn because this is where I see these areas being, this is where I see these two features being utilized the most. Number one is mainly jobs, a jobs feature as well as an events feature. So we all know what jobs are and we all know how job posts perform. So let's say you had a job opening within your brand but then you wanted people to apply. Personally, I've seen this firsthand, it has really worked and it continues working. For specific job-related content, for specific job-related features, I've seen this work mainly and mostly for HR firms because they do mainly the hiring. So they know whom to attract and whenever they use specific thesis, they mainly get the most out of it. So I've seen this work very, very much. The reason is because since these platforms are mainly content-based, are mainly community-based, they always try showing this material to get people on the platforms. So, them increasing the reach for specific content, for the job-related content, that is a pin to them. And that means you, have, you as a brand have much leverage when you try utilizing job-related content. Now, here's the most tricky side. When you push out job related content, it will appear as a job so unless you're using that maybe to get the attention that okay you're advertising false jobs which i wouldn't recommend but specifically try pushing out um job related content so job posts positions that maybe you're hiring and then people will try following in and as they try following in maybe they will try getting a nudge over what's really happening When they do that, maybe they'll click through your page, which is more likely to happen because they want to learn more about the brand and so on and so forth. And the other thing or the other route will be centered around the events. So maybe you had a live event that was going to happen or you had a physical event. Apparently, as I'm speaking, have an upcoming event for one of the clients that were able to outreach through the second outreach strategy that I shared with you make sure to listen to episode 17, be able to find that specific outreach strategy. So I was saying, the events tab, the events option, the events feature, what it does, it promotes posts. Remember, these platforms are all, are all about getting people on the platforms, getting people engaged, part of being part of a community. So when they see such related posts out, that okay, an event so-and-so is happening, they really be interested. These two are, or both on LinkedIn and, and Instagram. So yeah, Li- LinkedIn and Facebook. Personally, I've seen the events work most, work more within the Facebook side and the jobs related on the Facebook side. So it's up to you to really weigh. Jobs on LinkedIn, events on Facebook. Where well, where well, they were the most, you can get the most leverage on. And to be honest, most brands crush it on both ends. A brand might crush it on LinkedIn, for both jobs and well as events, and the brand might do it the same way or the other world. All in all, it's all about understanding what really works and how to best leverage it. For me, I've highlighted those two areas are where the organic reach is. Find how you can best use them to grow your brand, to grow your platform, and best of all, win within your industry at large. Um, moving on, I would like to also talk about the live session within the desktop site. So, as you guys are familiar with how I've been trying implementing and pounding within the TikTok side, you've noticed like the in three episodes in a row I've talked about how TikTok has been advancing and how TikTok has been giving the desktop side a more of an approach. So right now, within the TikTok side, you have a have a tab down below within the, your left within your left side where you can specifically access and see live videos. Um, These these have specific tabs. When you tap on a tab, it will specifically show you the videos that are really happening. And how this can be useful is you can specifically choose number one, which videos to watch, which videos to avoid. Very, fairly simple. And when you do that, you get to understand, okay, if I'm navigating through this and this and this, this is what I can expect to get. It, it's mainly and it always contains content from different panels. So it will be like a bucket list of different videos. It will be like a gallery of videos. You'll have one playing at the top, and then it shows you the top, 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 top videos, the list watched, um, TikTokers, and so on and so forth. Now, for creators, specifically for creators, now you know where to stand. This means increasing your authoritiness within your industry. When you have many people watching you, you will instantly get more people to view your videos. As for as for viewers, then you know where to find related and good content. You don't need to endless scrolling, scrolling, scrolling all the time. But then you just need one thing: open up your computer, head over to the web version of TikTok, and then just browse through different video content. You'll be able to see and access as you're accessing, you get to enjoy which is the like the thesis and the ground layout for TikTok, and then you can as well see the difference between. For this specific panel, I would like to hear from your view which of all the dominance within that within the live videos, not the videos, because to me I shared with you whom I believe is going to dominate the video section now for the live videos who do you think crushes it the best number one we have youtube we have linkedin we have facebook we have twitter we have instagram so those five platforms facebook twitter instagram linkedin and youtube whom do you think crushes it the best within the live sessions please head over to twitter right now and tweet to me that say and say something like averse zoomac sorry tag me at Avast 5 and say tiktok does so and so tiktok is winning youtube is winning so on and so forth then we can be able to reflect back and see who wins the most remember this is mainly for live sessions then we can try evaluating further and further um moving on i would like to highlight about the copyright check Apparently, I remember I had I first initially discussed about this within YouTube whereby when you upload a video, you will go through a cycle where it's checked to see whether it surpasses or it fulfills the copyright claims. It doesn't have any claims, no background music that you're not authorized to use. Or it doesn't have elements that are really violate the community terms and conditions, all that stuff. Now, we have that same experience within TikTok and it's on the desktop site where you can Tap on it and just apply it automatically. This means as your video is uploading, it will instantly be checked to see whether it has no copyright claims. Then after it's successful, it will be let out. And when it's let out there, that means you won't have any future claims. Your, your videos won't be out. Because it has been in numerous occasions and numerous times where creators have really been crying have been really too upset that my videos were pulled out really pulled out i really missed out i didn't know now you know this means if tiktok has verified that your video has no copyright claims then that means you don't have to worry about anything and if it has then that means they have saved you time okay that's a mean you won't, you won't be able to go through the same struggle again like now you already know if you continue pushing it I don't be amazed don't be surprised if your video has been pushed out, or it has been flagged, or it have been even blocked, but if you've know if you've seen it, then you might make similar changes and then leave your let your video out. All in all, this is going to help so much, so so much for creators that are always complaining that their content is always out. Personally, this happened to me where one of my video was left out, was removed. In fact. It was muted, which happens on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, whereby if you have copyright claims, your video will be muted and then that there wouldn't be any thesis for it to be out. You'll end up pulling it down. So my video was muted, so I had to pull it down. I wouldn't wonder if something happened to you. In case you're planning to push out something. That's not custom. Meaning you didn't you didn't create it from the very beginning. It simply got music from different sites, elements, objects, and then you just pushed it out, pass it through that panel, use that desktop side. That's what I recommend because it has that option just underneath before you publish. When you press that and you let it out, you let it go, then you'll be able to know. Okay, my video stands this chances of not of it not being out. Then you win. Um, the other thing will be around adding events on calendar via LinkedIn. Now, I've talked about the jobs as well as the events on LinkedIn, and jobs as, as I've said work work the most from my side, work the most within LinkedIn. Now, whenever you try to, before let me explain this, whenever before you try, before you create, try creating an event on LinkedIn. You had, an, you had only one option to invite people and when you invited them, they had a link to click to go see the event. Now what happens is, as you create this event and invite people to come to your event as a creator on LinkedIn, they have an option where they can manually save and sync that event on their calendar, meaning they'll be able to see your content in future as time goes by. You may ask, how is this helpful? Well, Number one, you have traffic, you have, direct, you have direct traffic from people, of people from LinkedIn. Remember, LinkedIn events on LinkedIn work the most, okay? So if you had, let's say you had an event that was happening within one month, then people clicked to that, so when, when people were invited and they liked, within the discussion panel which it's offered to you, you can invite people to in instantly go and add the event to their calendars that that way you can come in they, they can be reminded that's like the playground of it of reminding them like as soon as they click as soon as they try understanding as soon as they add it to their calendar they've been prompted into the event that means they'll be reminded before and prior the event happening that's really something good and i'm really happy for that i just i'm just a little bit concerned of the period it has been laid out i only wish it had, it was laid out one year back would have been so far ahead and nonetheless we'll see how this rolls and i would like to hear from you guys how many of you have ever created linkedin events how many of you have ever created linkedin events if you had if you have ever please record a voice note just follow the same route I shared with you. Within the episode notes, down below the second last option, the link, then record a voice note of the LinkedIn event you've ever, you've ever scheduled and what it was centered around and how it well performed. I would love to hear about that specific, and we can wait and see. And I believe or will try sharing those results on my LinkedIn profile. I love sharing those, and maybe also discuss about that within the next episode which is episode 20 yes um the other thing would be around the promote button which is available on twitter last week i talked about twitter for professionals whereby the experience that you had on instagram is the same experience that you will be having now on twitter and i explained how it all works if you haven't please because i wouldn't want to make this episode long please go and listen to episode 17 You'll be able to hear more about you so be able episode 18 you'll be able to learn more about the Twitter for professionals so nonetheless you have a promote button which is automatic it shows on every post which you applied. so let's say as you as you're scrolling to your profile you'll be able to see the promote button promote and as you're scrolling you see an option promote, promote promote now We've seen this on Twitter, sorry, we've seen this on Instagram on various occasions. If you have a professional Twitter account, sorry, a professional Instagram account, whereby you can now see, you can, you have access to boost, boost, boost. We have this even on Facebook, so this is not the first time we're seeing such a feature. But right now we're having it on Twitter, okay? So you have an option to instantly promote your content. You have an option to promote your content instantly at any time. As creators, please and please and please, I would like to know, have you yet tried uh, tried using tried yet out using the Twitter promote mode, overall the professional side of Twitter, have you, have you tried switching back and forth? You can go check out my profile at twitter.com at slash be able to see that handsome design industry which is entrepreneur, apparently I love calling myself that because it's what I do all all day. So go check my profile out, you be able to see that, and in case you need help also setting that up, feel free, tweet me at avastzoomac5 and I'll be able to help you kickstart that and be able to see how it works. The main thesis behind it is to provide you a way to promote your content instantly, like you don't need to go through all the hurdles. But remember, when you do these promotions, campaigns through the mobile phone, you're limited versus doing it on your desktop site. So keep that in mind. Unless you're having a small campaign to test out, go with it. If you have a big campaign, please and please and please focus on using the desktop site. They would advise it. If you're doing something very small, go ahead and use your mobile phone. If you're setting up a very big campaign, please do it on your computer this way you can try understanding each and every step of the way where you can verify and say okay i did this and i did this so i would expect to see this and this in the end and lastly i was i promised to highlight with you guys um, my biggest i think i should tell me it a scam, which was which which really was so this very week i got a phone call from a guy, I wouldn't I'm not going to I'm not going to say his name for purpose of his privacy. But then here's here's the moral of the whole story. So I receive a call, it was around 10 32 a.m. He calls me. By that day I was a bit stressed and I was somehow desperate. Yeah desperate. So he calls me and he's like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm good. And he, he he moves on saying we have new products. I had you working within the market, marketing world, and would like you to promote them. And I'm like okay, cool. Because by that time, I, I was desperate, so I was like I'm was like I'm cool. So it was like I'm going to share with you a number of of our like our financial uh one of our financial team members. This way, you can set up a meeting with her, and then. You can get, you can kick, get kick started with that project. Let me see how it goes. So he reads, he reads me the number, and I'm like, okay. So as I'm writing the number, I'm, I'm starting to feel skeptical because as this guy is trying to say in every, all his whole, all his story, he's being so fast, and that was a red flag. So I'm like, okay, cool. So he gives me a number, then I have to call that artist that other con artist that she has shared me. She based on what the gentleman shared with me, apparently called himself a reverend, he shared with me a number for a sister. Yes, sister, Sister Theresa. Let's like I've i have let i have shared the name with you. So in case they call you just be aware. So she I call the lady like five minutes back. So like five minutes after and then she, she, she's like, hello, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm good. So Revlon gave me a number to call you in regards to the new project that's coming up, and a call from the marketing department. Like, okay, so where are you located? And I share my actual and active location. Like, okay, cool. So what time do you think you can be here? She's, I'm like, I think I will around 13 p.m. I can be that side. Like, cool. Before you leave, make sure to contact me. And then. Just make sure to contact me, then I can better prioritize for you. And and I say, I believe within within the next 40 minutes I'll be that side. She said, as I've said, within the next 40, uh, before you're leaving, make sure to contact me, this way I can plan for you. I'm like, okay, cool. So, fast forward, within the next 30 minutes, she calls back, and she's like, Hey, Avast. Um, are you about to leave? I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm about to leave. She's like, nice. So as you're coming, pass by, she gave me a certain hospital, a world reputable hospital. Mind you, the location I was supposed to meet these guys was a reputable place. I'm not going to air out the location for the reputation behind it. I wouldn't like to ruin it. So, so as, as, as we're speaking, as we're talking, I'm like, okay, so... She told me, as you're coming, pass by a certain hospital, you pick out my medicine, my diabetic medicine and pressure medicine, then you can bring them to me. But as you're leaving, make sure to make a payment for me. Then I'll supplement that and i top that up on your transport as you're coming this side. So that's why it hit me, and I'm like, now, these guys want to scam me. So I hung up the phone. She doesn't call. Then I called back the gentleman because she had given me a number of a person that I need to call at the hospital. So I call the gentleman who initially contacted me and I tell him, Hey, excuse me. So he talked about this gig, so and so on, so, But then I think I might not be able to make it. Okay. I might not be able to make it because I'm somehow, something came up that I need to fix. And I don't think i be able to make it that side right now. She's like, he's like, call, call sister and tell her this. Because to me, as I've told you, I'm in a meeting right now and I can't move. So I'm like, okay. So I hung up. So within that period, I head over to the website for the brand. The location is by, it's, it's um, a location, it's well reputable within the location they were trying to share with me. So I go on the website, I find a contact detail for a team leader. I contact a team leader and I ask, do you happen to know person that goes by the name Edited and Eddie? Then... The team leader is like, No, apparently, we don't know anyone, and we've never had with us because they don't work at, here with us. Then I finally figure it out. So, long story short, I call back the gentleman who called me to, and tells him, I'm from calling the way I've told me to find you guys. But then the team leader happens to not know you. What's going on? You guys are scam artists. Before I finished, I at called con- scam artists. The gentleman has started has started yelling, abuses me, insults me on the phone. And I just keep laughing till I hang up the phone. And that was like the moral story of it. So, quick story. In case you're skeptic, because trust me, even when the call was being made, I was too skeptic. So number one, I trusted my instincts. Number two, always do thorough background research. In case someone ever tries reaching out to you, do a background research on them very simple number three always ask for help ask for someone what do you think about this when other person they're not feeling right above all you're not feeling right please and please don't bother wasting your time go um and that brings me to the end of episode 19 which is episode 19 of the marketing experience podcast now i'd like to still hear from your side of view. what what did you find the most appealing to in today's episode? Was it the scamming site? Was it the Twitter promote button? Adding events calendar on LinkedIn? Copyright checks, TikTok, Discord for lives, events, and so on and so forth. Make sure to leave a full voice note over this. Not the other elements, but a full voice note over this to the podcast notes that I shared with you. This way we can better reflect. And if you have other questions, just tweet me at AvaZumac5. On Twitter then I'll be able to reflect back lastly go check it out go check out Fitbit head over to instagram.com slash Fitbit store or going to leave Fitbits uh, social link I'm going to leave to going to leave the Instagram on the Twitter side where you can completely check out and learn about Fitbit apparently the main brains behind Fitbit have been like the biggest contributor to this podcast in at large and We have a really good connection and communication with him. So I will see you guys in the next episode. Stay safe, wear masks, sun ties, and I'll see you soon. Stay safe. And that was the Marketing Experience Podcast from Brenda. Make sure to subscribe on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Spotify, and wherever you listen your podcasts from. It would be great if you gave us a five-star rating and invited your friends to do the same. Mm -hmm.